Once you get that Bugatti, you have to eat, let's say, two grains of rice, <laughs> and that's a maximum. That's all you're gonna eat, and maybe the tail of a fish yeah. for a week. You know, simply. But you've got the Bugatti, but then your lifestyle is mm-hmm. is is crap. Hey, folks! This is Kako Tirona, and this is Gina Rafino. You are listening to Talk of the Town. Welcome to our very first, I should say, podcast. Gino is what it's called, regardless of whatever, uh, uh, what do you call this? No, medium. Medium. Whatever medium it is that you are uh, listening through us. Yeah, because you're used to small, so this is medium. Wow. <laughs> it's not even two seconds into the show and he's already taking a jab at me. It's going to be a very, very long year. And it's already December. Or is it November? What I have it? no idea. I, I get think confused. In, in my head, it's it's March. It's still March. Yeah. It's a damn long month, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And this year hasn't been the greatest of uh, years for anybody. But we're making do as best as we can. Sure. Absolutely. I mean, it's, of course, uh, 2020 is a year that nobody's going to forget for the wrong reasons. That is very true. I would, I would like to forget it. Yeah, except that this one is... Maybe we're turning the tide now because we started a podcast and I think we can save the universe. Do you think we have the chance of saving the universe? I mean, really, if you run around in a Superman outfit and me in a Wonder Woman, wait a minute, that came yeah, out the way. Yeah, Wonder, I don't know about that. I don't know. I got the legs for it. People always tell me... I Are got, you good with the lasso? You know what? We're going to move on. <laughs> and we're going to do... Uh, look, very quickly, we're going to introduce ourselves. You guys already know us. My name is Kako Tirona. I'm the host of the Audio channel where we do reviews and, and whatever stupidities that I can come up with. And Gino, here in front of me, is the host for the Motodeal channel. We both work for Audio, of course. And uh, now, as you've probably figured out, we have a podcast yeah. where we'd like to be able to discuss certain topics that we may not have the opportunities to do so during our reviews on our Motodeal and yeah. Autodeal channels, respectively. And it's, of course, important to note that both Autodeal and Motodeal have Facebook pages. We have, or all over social media, That's Instagram true. accounts, mm-hmm. even Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know some people on on this on video content don't really watch or don't really go through Twitter that often, but we are there as well. Yes, we are. We have a very strong presence there. So if and you, a website, we Moto, have a Mo, website. Auto deal website. No, you're joking. Yes. That's all new information to me, man. Awesome stuff. <laughs> we do have a website. We're very strong on social media. Uh, we'd love it if you were to be able to follow us on our um, social media pages as well as our YouTube pages, which is Auto Deal and Motor Deal. On Instagram, we are Auto Deal, mm-hmm. and on Twitter, I'm mm. gonna be honest with you, I forgot our handle <laughs> on Twitter. Motor Deal for Moto Deal and Auto Deal. Auto deal PH. Dude, you got it wrong already. Do we have to I restart? Said, I said Moto deal. Okay. Moto deal PH on Instagram. 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 You'd think I know what the auto deal handle is on Twitter. So what's our TikTok? Our what now? <laughs> Man, you say TikTok and the only thing I'm thinking of is a bomb about to explode. I ain't got no, nothing. 
So, uh, to go <clears throat> along with the with the fir- with our first show, we, we're trying to keep it as tight as possible. Ooh, toit. I like that. We're going to keep ch- try to keep it as tight as possible. Torque of the town, by the way. Torque right. of the town is the name. That's right. We did ask a lot of our uh, friends on social media what exactly the name should be. We came up with a couple of ideas. Mm-hmm. There were a couple of ideas that we couldn't really go with because they were already taken. And I do believe we nailed it on the head with Torque of the Town. Yeah, it does sound a little sporty because the, the word Torque kind of, at least with me, it, I, I do think of motorsports with it, whether it's uh, racing cars or mm-hmm. racing bikes. But, uh, it, of course, it, you'd use it on a daily basis, right? I mean, it's it's an important aspect of whether you're in an automobile or a motorcycle. It's something that we probably, not everybody will will understand uh, what, what Torque is. Mm-hmm kind of hard to explain it's too. also a little bit difficult to explain it you just feel it yeah right it's just something that you feel when you're riding a vehicle so hopefully people will feel what we're talking about Ooh, feel yeah. i like that <laughs> but let's give a quick background on both of us and why we are working in these channels first of all you and i have known each other for quite some time now yes quite some time thanks largely to alcohol if i'm not mistaken <laughs> not rubbing mind you the kind that you imbibe with you know, mass quantities of that. And like, yeah, I know you. Yeah, I know yeah. you. And a couple of years later, dude, you look different. It's because we see each other during the day. Yes, yes, yes. So yes, Gino and I have known each other for quite some time. Uh, thanks largely, like I said, to alcohol. And uh, Don't drink and drive, by the way. Or dr- drink and ride. Don't do that. Yeah, dude, because you might spill your drink. So Gino and I have known, like we said, we've known each other for quite some time. And I got into the motoring uh, industry back in, I believe it was... Oh nine, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was earlier than that. You were earlier than no, that. No, I, I was earlier, but I think I, I remember you being there maybe about oh seven. Oh seven, you know, I... I, I think you were there oh seven. Oh seven, you think? At least on, on TV and... Oh, that you know what? I completely forgot about that. Yeah, I so, did have a show with Dominic Uy. Yes. We were doing... Um, I completely forgot the name of the show. <laughs> I honestly, I honestly. It do. was that memorable for you. It was. Uh, I, the Dom is that memorable for you. Dude, no. Dominic still remains to be a very, very good yeah, friend of mine okay. today, but I can't remember the darn title of the show. <laughs> I can't I believe you can't. forgot. But so, anyway, yeah, you're right. Yeah, because back in the day, we both had shows. My show was called Hotwire. That's yours, right. Yours yeah. came after. Yeah. And so that's where we, well, we were part of the motoring media back then. Right? Yeah. And then I kind of took a break from motoring, went to my core competence, which is uh, sports. Da-da-da-da-da-da. And then and now I'm back. Just different. Instead of four, I'm on two wheels. I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> how are you back different? I'm different. No, I'm not, I'm not on four wheels anymore. I'm on two. I see. Okay, okay. Yeah. Now I understand. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very quickly, uh, that's basically our, our uh, a very short background. I'm sure there's a lot more yeah. going on back there, but we won't bore you with that. We can yeah. talk about that some other time. And it'll probably come up in later shows about how it is that we know each other and how it is that we've gotten into the industry. But more importantly, now everybody out there knows us as basically somebody that reviews automobiles, which is myself, and somebody that, auto- that reviews motorcycles, which yes. is Gino. Yes. And, you know, I'm sure that the one question that we normally would get all the time is if given X number of money or yeah. unlimited resources, yeah. what particular motorcycle or car would you get for yourself? And the beauty about this question is that you and I can answer both. from both yeah. sides of the spectrum. You, yeah. you can answer both cars and motorcycles mm-hmm. and I can do the same as well. So I'm gonna, well, let's make it easy. Let's start off with the motorcycles and just your particular preference of 
what motorcycle yeah, it is that you would get and why tell me why well it's very difficult i was thinking about this the other day and i couldn't come up with an answer to be honest with you seriously because there's so many different types of bikes out there right i mean what and you can't really i mean you can but you can't let's say if i would say an adventure bike mm-hmm. let's say uh, a gs a mm-hmm. bmw gs i can't use it as a daily ride i can but it's not comfortable why it's too big it's like Nagmotor ka pa. Like you may as well use a car <laughs> because you take away the. It's if you're using like a scooter uh-huh. or a naked bike uh-huh. or maybe even sport bike, you can get through traffic because you lane you can in lane filter yeah a little bit and get through traffic on a on a big GS. It's a little bit more difficult. Sure, some people do it. Some people can do it. But it's not its it's not its core competence. It's not its primary use. The use of that bike is to go on long rides. True. Maybe around the world. Yes. Right. So uh that would be fun. That would be great. But then would it be something that I use on a daily? I don't think so. So nothing that big, nothing like a GS. Yeah, a GS or those big cruisers that, that Harley is known for, even some uh like a like even those other big bikes like gold wings and whatever. I mean it's just it's just too big. And then let's say you go the extreme scooter, mm. right? Or, or the underbones. Yeah, you can't take that on the expressway. <laughs> so bit in then, right? You, you can't. True. It's even though you, it's the best to get through traffic in Manila. Yeah, it's very limiting. Like you have a Vespa. How how far have you gone with it? Oh well, you know, uh, my Vespa and I stay inside town all the time. Yeah, I have no. Yeah intentions of taking it out the only reason why i have the vespa is just to simply as you mentioned to get through traffic as yeah. quickly as possible that's it yeah so and then you go to you go to the sport maybe the best performing types of motorcycles mm-hmm. right i mean it's the fastest it's it's the one that really will ignite the senses catches everybody's Oof. eyes too Oof. yeah Oof. Pretty. Yeah. Sometimes for the wrong reasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that. So there, there was a really a. I was so stumped to be honest with you. I could not come up with, or maybe I just enjoy every single one type, every single type of bike out there. I, I find beauty in every one. Okay. And I think that's 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 a challenge for me. But I'm gonna hold you to it. You gotta find that I one know, particular I know, bike. I know. What's it gonna be? I, I and then you can't take like dual sport bikes or dirt bikes. I mean, you can. But you, again, some of those bikes are limiting because you can't take it on the expressway. Mm-hmm. Even though you can take those bikes when there, if there's a zombie apocalypse, so to speak, those yeah. bikes will get you through anything. True. So that's that's. But my complaint about those type of bikes, I don't like the way they look. Is like, it because they stand too tall? Yeah, well, well, naked? well, part of it is they're a little tall, but I just don't like the way dirt bikes or dual sport bikes look. I it's see. just not me. Okay, you're more of a. I'm more of a, I'm more of a naked bike. Uh, Ooh, you standard. nasty boy! Yeah, you I, I nasty. Like, I like him naked. No, I, I, <laughs> I, I'm more of a standard person. Like I'm a standard bike type of guy. That so, doesn't mean that you're a stand-up guy. I'm just yeah, saying. No, that, no, not, not yeah, definitely okay. not a stand-up guy. Okay, but so I, I would, I honestly would go with something, something a little bit uh, more basic, something maybe easier to maintain. Hmm. So believe it or not, I would actually get something that I actually own already. The Yamaha. The Yamaha XSR 900. That's a beautiful bike. Because it's a bike that I, I'm very comfortable with. Sure, it's a little bit more powerful than I need, to mm-hmm. be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But I can go anywhere with it. Mm. 
maybe not through the mountains, but I can I can go as far as you know I can take it on an expressway. It's not that difficult to to weave in and out of traffic. I love the way it looks. Yeah, um, it's gorgeous and it's easy to maintain as compared to some of the other bikes out there. So. What you just mentioned earlier was this your thinking process yeah. in, in in getting yeah. this particular motorcycle? Yeah, that plus it's also budget related. <laughs> 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 I, I I can't afford. Let's say I can't afford um, a BMW R90. I love the way those bikes look. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good looking down bike too. Yeah, I can't afford it. So, you know, I I thought about it. I would go with something a little bit more uh, feasible. Mm. So I went with a bike that I I love the way it looks. It's you know, easy to maintain. I can bring it on the expressway more so. I can ride far with it. Limited on the, you know, dirt bike or the mountain bike capabilities. Yeah. You can't, yeah. you can't go to trail with it. Yeah. Even if you change the tires. I mean, I, maybe you could, but it, but it would de- definitely do some damage to the bike. That's understandable. And it, it might be too much torque. Ooh, too much torque, too much power to take it on, on, on trails. But you're a pretty well-behaved guy on I, I wheels. Am. I, I am. I, I am significantly behaved compared to some other riders out there. You want to mention names? Uh, yeah, his name is Earl. Uh, <laughs> that's one. Shut up, Earl. One of our team members, uh, you have to control him, right? You have to not... Yeah. So the, 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 he's, I've, I've been riding a little bit longer than Earl, mm-hmm. but I can say that he's a little bit more daring than I am. Maybe it's youth. Is, I don't know. Is daring a nice way, way of saying stupid? <laughs> Yeah. So, so in a, in a nutshell, I know we've been we've been on this particular topic for a while. So, what would my dream bike be? I don't know because there's just so many categories. But what I would get is the one that I already have. Is the XSR 900. That's a that's I think that's a pretty safe answer because it is a safe answer. But it, but it, it's a smart answer. Yeah. Because you don't know exactly what your dream. You're right. You don't know what your dream bike would be because it would be a combination of several other motorcycles put together to be able and and cost effective as well yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so but yeah. my answer for my car is not that but how about you i mean i know you have a vespa is there anything else out there that you could imagine yourself on oh i can imagine myself on a lot of motorcycles the problem is i can't reach them <laughs> you know uh when i don't know if you, if if earl and jack who are with us in the studio today but i don't know if they remember motorcycles today for example like the 916 when that thing first came out it's mm. you know the first one, if I'm not mistaken, with the tailpipes underneath the the the, the rear seat, yeah. and then uh, maybe about a couple of years back, maybe about 10, 15 years, less than fifteen years ago, Ducati also came out with I think it was the Monster, the two thousand and seven Monster that was a monoposto. It came out in the movie Tron, if I'm mm. not mistaken. That's you know that's a gorgeous bike. But then I also love the other end of the spectrum. I love the way the Vespas look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They look like a wasp. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes I don't hear what I say. <laughs> so people have to remind me, but go ahead. So uh, there's, there's the Vespa. Um, I, you know, I have to limit myself. I have yeah. to be realistic in the fact that there's only so much that my short legs can reach. Yeah. So, so a monkey. Basically, I was about to say <laughs> a monkey. We did have a monkey before. And I wish we kept it because that was the only thing that could flat foot, really. But if it were to be a motorcycle, I have to, I have to be realistic in the fact that there's only so many 
things that I can reach with my short frame. I know the fact that uh, I can't do a 900cc motorcycle and I know that I need an XL helmet because my head is like an, an, an orange on a toothpick. Facts are facts, man. Mm. That's just what I was blessed with. So the combination of what it is that you said plus the fact that um, I'm X tall, I'd probably go with something like a 400cc motorcycle. Yeah. I really wouldn't go out of town on a bike, so getting myself a large motorcycle is not really my forte. I'd stick to really a Vespa, uh, which is something that I have because I see myself, if I am going to go out of town, I'll take a car. Sure. But that doesn't rule out the fact that anytime I'm in a car and I see you guys zoom past me <laughs> at the proper speed, I might add. Yes, yes. We never, we never exceed a speed limit. Nothing beyond. It no. doesn't mean that I'm not jealous. Mm. I do understand the freedom and the, 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 the heightened senses of being on a motorcycle with the wind blowing up against you and being able to bank and turn and yeah. accelerate at, 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 a, at the snap of your fingers. Yeah. I'm jealous about that. But if if I had to choose what it is that I would, it would be already something that I do have, which is a Vespa. So I'm it's, completely happy with that. It's funny because we both came up with our answers as the, the bikes that we currently have. So does that mean that we're actually smart because we yes. did our research I, prior? To I I agree with you. I think it's because, yeah, we, we chose bikes that, that both of us really wanted and we got them. This is This never happens. I've never <laughs> called myself smart ever. Wow. I'm tooting my own horn. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to move on. Let's go to cars. Let's go to cars. Yeah. Okay, Gina. Now we all know that you being the host of Moto Deal, we know now that your preference for motorcycles is exactly what it is that you have. But when it comes to a car, mm. it's a little bit more difficult. Yeah. You've got a lot more choices. You've mm. got more, a lot more realistic choices. Yeah. yeah. And budget, I think that although a motorcycle's budget is a heck of a lot more affordable than yeah. that of a car, yeah. I'm sure that you would um, set aside a bigger budget for an automobile. Yes. Let me put it this way. Like, it's easier to attain your dream bike than it is your dream car. Okay. You, simply because of budget. Simply because of budget. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. But anyway, having said that, I still love cars, right? It's still, mm. even though I don't really drive my car anymore, it's just there parked in my garage. But if, when I was thinking about this question also, I took it totally on a different, different way. I didn't even think about budget. Hmm. I just thought about what car would I want? <laughs> so were you thinking just what car would look good on you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And what car would I love to, what car would I want to drive? What car would I basically just enjoy? Okay. And for some reason, some, a car that I've actually never even sat inside was it just drew my attention when it come out when it came out uh, many years ago. Well, it seems like it was many years ago now. It's a Bugatti Veyron. I'm sorry. How much money do you make? <laughs> this is the reason why I said I didn't think about the budget. Right? I just oh, thought, okay. what car would I want? Whatever um, it is that they're paying this guy, can I, <laughs> Earl? We need a raise, bro. So go on, you know, you were saying Bugatti no, because, Veyron? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I just remember seeing that car. Uh, well, okay. I didn't even know what Bugatti was until my dad walked into a store. We were in Italy. And he walked into this store. It was Bugatti, but it was like the clothing store. It had mm -hmm. like uh, stuff, pens, mice, whatever. whatever. Yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And I never knew him as a car guy. Like he was, he was, he didn't care about cars. He drove, he had a Corolla for the longest time. 
and then a Camry after that. Uh, Toyota lover. Yeah, and then now he has another Camry. <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't care about cars, right? So when he walked into the store, I was, it, to me as a kid, I was, I walked in, I was like, I thought it was a toy store because they had like models and what whatever. Mm-hmm. So I thought he was gonna buy me a toy. Okay. <laughs> Until? Until he bought himself a pen, he bought himself a necktie and a shirt. <laughs> and then I realized Bugatti was a car. Okay. Right? It was I was a kid. I was it was I don't remember how old I was, but I was I was a little kid. And then I guess that's what spurred my interest. And then when I saw it again many years later, as a little bit more of an adult, I still think like I'm a child. Um, but as as a semi adult, I saw it and it was it was actually a video that I saw on Top Gear on, on okay. the, uh, when they sh- when they raced the Bugatti versus the McLaren. Oh, okay, yes, yes, yes. In the desert. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, the McLaren actually won that. Mm. But just looking at the damn freaking Bugatti, shit. I mean, it's sorry about that, but it's it's drop dead, absolutely breathtaking. Yeah. And I'm not even a sports car type of person. Yeah. Right, so but that that would be it. It would be very useless in the Philippines, <laughs> but very expensive, very, expensive, very useless. How much? Jesus, twenty thousand dollars for an oil change. Wow, twenty. Do they put gold dust? In, is it Schlager <laughs> that they put in there? Gold Schlager <laughs> to change their oil? Do you guys even know Jack Earl? Do you guys know what gold Schlager is? You guys have no idea what Goldschlager is? No. We're going to call it a day. Um, <laughs> we've been, you know, we mentioned Bob Hope and they were like, who? who? We, we said yeah. Goldschlager and they said, what? Yeah. It's a good thing so they yeah. knew who Jay Leno was. But oh, anyway, we're back to the topic. Yeah, Veyron Ve- 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 would, would do it for me. Um, Over the newer one? What? Yeah, no, because that, that's the car that, it's the only car that, that I've, I've seen that kind of, I stare at like every time I come across it on online or in a magazine. Yeah. If we still look at magazines, I hold it on that page or on that site and I just look at it. I'm like, damn. Do you visualize yourself inside the car? You know, I try to do that whole secret thing. It doesn't work. <laughs> Bring. Bring. I've been doing it for the past couple of years. I still don't have a Vera. I still Did, don't have Bugatti. I've been trying it with the Lotto. Apparently it doesn't work uh, with the Lotto as yeah, well. Yeah. Which yeah. kind of sucks. Whoever did the secret, you suck. Yeah, but here's the here's my question though, because I, I was thinking about that, right? I was just thinking about, and then this whole bagio happened, like back yeah. to back, and then that that car would just be stuck in the garage. You couldn't take that out. You couldn't be. You wouldn't be able to take it out for maybe about two, three months out of the year. But the rest yeah, of the time, yeah. you could. So then I thought about what if we got what if I got a massive SUV? Yeah, right. like a six wheeler Benz. No, but you know what? One one car that I really have, uh, I've really loved, just the way it looks, and just because it's you can take it anywhere, is actually the. I don't know which one is it. The Disco ninety, the the small one. The nineteen ninety, huh? The one that the one that Uncle Rob Kunsuni has. The green one. He has well, he has several, but his small gray one. Sorry, the, the Defender, Defender, yeah, not the Discovery. Defender. The Defender, what? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The small one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I still like that one. No, but yeah. So, Vera, the Bugatti would be would be it. But that that car, that that that. Uh, more, more realistic. One. Yeah, I mean, and that's it's something that I've I've always enjoyed. 
I can see you in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll go well with your XSR. <laughs> Actually, I think it would. I think I think it would. The funny thing is, somebody who I know who's very close, actually to, to both of us, mm-hmm. advised me not to get that car a long time ago. <laughs> not to get a Bugatti. No, 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 no. The Defender. The Defender. The defender. Okay. Because yeah. I was asking him. Oh, him. I was asking him questions about it, and he goes, "Are you actually planning on buying one?" I'm like, "Yeah." He goes, "Word of advice: Don't." Don't. <laughs> Thank you very much, friend of ours. Yes. yes, who, yes, yes. Uh, gave how, how about you? How about you? A car. I'm car. Because you've driven maybe more cars than most people. That's true. But the, the, there are a lot of people out there that have driven a hell of a lot more cars than sure. I have. But my process in thinking of what car to get would be completely different to yours. As much as I would love to say that I would like to get myself a small car that's basically about two doors, corners like a motorcycle, but still has seven seats inside that two-door kind of a car, you know? Wow, does, does, that, does that exist? It doesn't even exist, yeah. is my point. Because my, my, my thought of thinking is, well, I'm a family guy. I've got uh, yeah. uh, Lisa and the two kids are always with me, more often than not, rather, mm-hmm. uh, when I travel. So I have to think about space for them and space for myself. And I don't necessarily enjoy smaller cars regardless of how good they handle but you, but you guys all, all of you guys can fit in like the trunk of a car this guy is <laughs> a man's organ that's just what I'm gonna say okay go ahead sorry, sorry, sorry. so anyway sorry. so the small the, our small little rat family as you, as, as you refer to <laughs> Um, we do enjoy a lot of space because we're spoiled that way. We're yeah. tiny people, but we like big cars. Yes, yes, yes kind yes. of a thing. Uh, the one reason for that is my wife likes to feel uh, elevated in an area mm-hmm. because she's married to such a small person. She'd like to be able to sit in a car that actually gives something that he can't, which is height. Yeah, so you're not you're not overcompensating for uh, not at all. So I have, to th- I have to figure out what particular car goes well with yeah. my wants mm. and my wife's wants and needs. Yeah. My needs is basically to be able to bring my family anywhere that I want to go. So as much as I would prefer mm. a sedan, which I love sedans because mm. they're much more comfortable. I love being a little bit lower to the ground. I'm already low to the ground, but I like to be lower to the ground so that it grips much better. My wife, on the other hand, loves SUVs. Yeah. Because she feels as if that they offer better protection, you have a better view of the road. Well, there's also the fact that there's a diesel engine. Mm. There's that. So the car that, that, that I would choose would probably be in the middle of an automobile, uh, sorry, in the middle of a sedan and an SUV, which to be honest with you, would most likely be a crossover. Yeah. So, or it would be a crossover or an extremely high-end SUV with absolutely great suspension. I don't know if they are still lemons as they were in the past, but Ooh. Range Rovers uh, yeah. in the past were always in the casa. Yes. You know, back in the 90s, kung Range Rover yan, it doesn't work. At, if, if there's no oil in it, there's, there's probably oil under it kind of a thing that yes. people were saying. But the suspension and the, the, the eliteness and the ride of a Range Rover would be uh, something that, we, it's still a dream car till now. And then there would be larger crossovers that say, for example, like a, like a CX-9. Okay. You know, things that are seven-seaters but ride really, really well. So that, for me, I think cars like that are the, um, the middle ground of basically what it is that I want. We don't have one now. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, our family drives, like I've, I've shown on social media, we drive a Montero. And we're completely happy with it because it is a seven-seater. It's durable. 
it's got a diesel engine. I think the main reason why we got that particular car is because, well, as currently, we want to be able to save as much money as possible when it comes to fuel, so diesel. Yeah. But <clears throat> if, let's say, for example, the option for a, a crossover that is large enough that has a, a diesel engine in, a, in, in the look that we wanted and in a ride that we wanted, we would have probably opted for that. But so the, to answer the question, it would be definitely a crossover or a large SUV with really great suspension. This would have been our car. Not exciting, yeah, but that's what it is. See, but I gave I gave you a specific answer. You didn't give me a specific answer. So you want a specific <laughs> yeah. answer? Okay. So we're gonna. I'm gonna stick. Don't don't play safe. I, I went. I went. I went for it. Let's go. Money, no object. I gave you a zero zero fucks zero. Sorry, zero care about budget with it, a Bugatti. The Audi, yeah, but still, you know, look at the what. Okay, so re- unrealistic response. Unrealistic response would still be like a five-liter V8 Range Rover. Okay, just you know, either in like British racing green yeah, color yeah, yeah, yeah. or yeah. an all-white one with like tan leather and like twenty twos on it. Mm. For some spinners. dumb reason, well, yeah, spinners, spinners. Yeah, why not? <laughs> spinners on it, just because, right? And the spinners would be like teddy bears spinning around, you know, like like idiots. I guess that would be the yeah. unrealistic response. Okay. But the realistic response would be, I guess, I would have to stick with something like maybe a CX eight or a CX nine, okay, something like that. Huh. But again, that's not to say that we don't love our Monty Knox. Okay, so Gina, we've talked about what it is that we would dream about and what our realistic and dream cars would be like or motorcycles. Uh, we've, we've shot that off. But I think a lot of our listeners are probably do the same thing, that they have their, their particular goal, their particular motorcycle, their mm-hmm. particular car in mind and let that be their dream car. And great, if that is your dream car, that is your dream car. But there are some things that you have to come across where uh, you have to understand rather than not come across, but understand that, a dream can remain a dream, but if you got to be realistic, then you got to be real- realistic. Sure. And you got to bring yourself down to earth. Yeah. So maybe we can talk them through some of the processes that we would normally go through in selecting a particular motorcycle or car to make sure that, well, they can actually enjoy it yeah. instead of, you know, uh, slaving themselves uh, 10 hours a day just to be able to maintain a car or a motorcycle just so that it looks good and never be able to use it. Yeah. And and they end up working for that particular motor instead of the motor working for them kind of a thing. Yeah. So let me ask you, what would your advice to buyers out there that are in, uh, that are shopping through MotoDeal right now using perhaps the buy online option yeah. that um, they would, uh, that they should think about before purchasing a motorcycle? Well, first uh, I have to say, a lot of people ask me, a lot of people, first timers, or thinking about getting into it. And the first thing I have to say before anything, before you even consider getting on a bike, you should take uh, classes. True. You should invest on yourself True. before the motorcycle. Yeah. Uh, because let's be honest, it's not the safest thing in the world. No. So you want to be as safe as you can be. Mm-hmm. Control what you can control. So having said that, also, don't go crazy on your first bike. I had a friend who bought himself a Ducati Scrambler Cafe Racer. Mm-hmm. 
he didn't know how to ride a bike. Ooh. He got on it. He fell down. Ah. <laughs> Brand new. Damn it. So what he did, he put that aside and he bought himself a XSR155 to learn on. So, sorry? Which should have been the first choice. Which the, the, the XSR155 is a great first choice. Uh, it's a little expensive. It's a little pricey for for a 155cc motorcycle. Yeah. So if you if if budget is not a concern, that's something I would I would tell I would tell people to look into. If budget's a little bit of a concern, then you go, you know, maybe even with I I have no problem with I know I know there's a stigma with China bikes. Yeah. But if you're just learning, so what? Get on one. If you fall with it, if, it's, if, it, if it drops, you're going to drop your bike no matter what. It's, yeah. it's going to happen. Yeah. Inevitable. Inevitable. So if you drop a China bike, sure, it's going to feel bad. You're gonna, it's going it's gonna, to I mean, it's going to feel sucky that you dropped it. But it's a, it's, I, I don't want to say disposable. I don't want to use the word disposable. <laughs> but it, it, it won't hurt as much, right? I mean, yeah. yeah. It adds character. You know, Earl's dropped his bike several times, and he's he's still here. The the bikes dropped him several <laughs> times as well, and he's still here. So I I would say look into bikes like that that you can learn on. Um, I'm I'm, I'm talking about bikes, huh? like like uh, manual transmission, not not the automatics. No, it, not scooters. Not scooters. Yeah. Right? Okay. So, uh, specific to that. So I'm I'm thinking more in the ways that people who who when they ask me what they want to get on a monster right away or they want to get on a, mm-hmm. a big bike right away, don't do that. Uh, start a little smaller. Start just to get used to it. Shifting gears, knowing what to do with it. Just to be clear, when you say manual transmission, something with a clutch, yes, so not yes, necessarily yes, yes. an underbone. Yes, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Something with, with a clutch. Could be even underbone. That's fine. I mean, it's okay. just so that you know it's, it's not just twist and go. Mm. So there's, there's certain things that you need to feel um, before stopping before going you know you, you, need, yeah. you need to know where you are correct correct so the the something that earl actually owns it was actually my first bike as well the kiway uh cr152 mm-hmm. that bike's what 40 55,000 pesos brand new fifty-five thousand pesos great first time learner bike. fantastic yeah that was my first bike yeah and i learned on it um and thank you again to all my friends who chipped in for, for to get me that bike as a as a birthday gift. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they, they, yeah. It was a great surprise. They, they got that for me. I need friends like those. <laughs> it's something that we do in the barcada. We when somebody reach a milestone birthday. Well, damn it! How do I get into that barcada? Uh, you need to pay for the ra- the rest of the birthday gifts we gave each other. On her fortieth birthday. Oh, f that! <laughs> Forget it. So I got enough friends. <laughs> so so yeah, that 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 bike. I love that bike. I absolutely love it. It was very painful to let go of. Oh, you had to let it go. I let I let go of it because I live in a condo and I couldn't space wise. Yeah, space wise, I couldn't okay. imagine having more than one bike. Oh, okay, understood. And. So I, I needed I wanted to graduate to a, a expressway legal bike. So yeah. I, I, I got the um the Cafe Racer four hundred mm. of Motorstar. That's a that's a bike that 
that Jack owns. So imagine, but the two bikes I've owned, <laughs> these two fine gentlemen of our team actually that's, owns as well. That's very true. So how you, about that? So you were basically, uh, as as you'd say, you were going up in ranks and getting yourself a much bigger motorcycle yes. every step of the way. Yes. You didn't take any shortcuts. I didn't. You had to learn it the the, the right way, yeah. the slow way. Get your get your bearings right uh, or bearings straight rather yeah. before you moved on to something much bigger. You didn't jump no. into the deep end of the no. pool first. Yeah. And I think because as a kid, I I owned a Norcus. Oh scooter. yeah, the, yeah uh, Do you guys know what Norcus motorcycle scooters are? Yeah, so I had a Norcus scooter, uh, and in the village, a uh, really quick story. And in, in the village, I, me and my cousin, so there was three of us in the scooter. Mm. Right. We were small. I was maybe seven years old, eight years old. And of course, when somebody tells you don't go to this street, yeah, of course you go to that. That's street. what we did. You we went straight. To, for we it. went to the gate of the village. <laughs> like, and then we're like, "Ooh, we're right by the gate of the village. Look, we can see the church. Ooh, we can see the grocery store. We can, whatever." These kids. Yeah. And then we so, we see the car of my eldest cousin. Uh oh. So we're like, uh oh, he's gonna tell our parents. Let's get out of here. So I was with like my my two cousins who are brothers, yeah, and myself, and we fly down the road trying to get back to our to my house to before my cousin gets there or he sees us. Okay, and sure enough, which happens here a lot in the Philippines, a dog runs out to Damn the street. Oh. I avoid the dog because okay. I'm, I'm I'm the one riding. I'm, yeah. I'm the one driving it. I'm I'm in front. And there's two people behind oh me. Oh. Sure, they're pretty light because we were kids, but I was I was a kid too. I lose control of the bike. We get on the sidewalk. Oh. And we end up underneath. Well, the bike ends up underneath a parked car. And you guys are Tosino City? Good thing it was a Norcus bike, so it wasn't very fast. <laughs> so. Oh, okay. <laughs> But in our heads, we were going fast, but we may have been going 30 kilometers per hour. I don't know. That's, that, that's still a rocket ship when you're like nine yeah, years old. So yeah. we were kids, right? And there was zero protective gear. We were in shorts. We yeah. Were, like as t-shirt, you, no helmet. As you would, this would have been the, the early mid nineties, right? Yeah. Somewhere there. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say somewhere there. <laughs> When in reality, I meant mid eighties. <laughs> this is actually what I meant. So, if if you could imagine the trauma that I had from that, I didn't ride a bike for until I was close to forty years old. Wow, that's a pretty big gap. It was a pretty big gap. It was a pretty big gap. Wow. Yeah. So, and that's I think that's why I'm a very defensive rider as well mm. because of that early early situation that that happened okay that, that, so lesson learned it's basically yeah the, you know whether it there are other people out there that have been driving motorcycles since they were let's say five or yeah. six years old but regardless they never started out on a ducati either or sure. a 1000cc motorcycle sure. right they started with something small something they could control something that they could learn their craft on yeah. so to speak and then eventually graduate to something yeah. so your advice would never to jump onto something so massive yeah. that it'll don't, take you. Yeah, don't let your ego dictate what bike you get or how to twist the throttle. That's very good advice right there. Yeah. So 
start starts there's nothing wrong with it there's nothing wrong with starting small and getting some practice getting some mileage on that mm-hmm. and then eventually working your way up for cars yeah. i'd have to say it would be completely yeah, different I was, if, uh, if i was very if, different it, it is very different because um i've received several messages from from auto deal people sending in questions and their questions would be would this particular car be better than this particular car and so on and so forth and those questions i completely understand especially if it's coming from people that have owned an automobile before but for first-time buyers when they ask what car should i get sometimes they give specifics as to what car they're thinking about which is great and others they ask for what particular car they should get in 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 general and my first response would actually be a question to them is that what do they need the car for do they need an automobile that will perhaps carry their family or are they going to be by themselves so i like people to figure out exactly what it is that they need a car to do for them because i always say that the last thing an automobile should do is just sit there and look pretty and not do anything the car should actually work for you mm-hmm. the next thing that i go for or tell people is that um not just the budget but at the same time you should have the capabilities to be able to house this particular automobile yes the last thing that you want to do is leave your precious investment what's well, not necessarily investment because a car loses its value once you roll it out of the showroom but you know where i'm getting at yeah. is that you should actually protect it so the last thing you want to do is keep it under the elements all the time yes 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 you know parking out on the street if there are no um what do you call this if there are there're no slots available in whatever it is that you live to to house this particular car then maybe you should hold off on purchasing it first but really other than your budget it should be able to protect the automobile from the elements when it's not being used i think is very very important and the last thing is really that regardless of whatever car that you get when you finally figured out that what it can do for you and you have the capability to house it is that all important budget the last thing you want to do is to be able or rather to be working yourself you know 70 hours a week just to be able to make payments on that particular car it's it's just not worth it remember it's supposed to be working for you yeah. not the other way around it's supposed to ferry you from here to there it's supposed to serve you or your family uh sure the poggy factor is always going to be there i mean you want to feel good when you're driving a particular automobile especially if you've spent x amount of money on it but importantly is that don't let it break the bank don't let it kill your wallet don't let it take food away from your table is what's very very important and and this is something that's kind of difficult for people to swallow it might be third on the list but it's a lot more difficult for people to understand and <clears throat> this concept because they might be thinking like uh, let's just take the bugatti that you mentioned earlier in the show let's just say that you will be able to get yourself that bugatti but once you get that bugatti you have to eat let's say two grains of rice <laughs> and that's a maximum that's all you're going to eat and maybe the tail of a fish yeah for a week you know but you've got the bugatti but then your lifestyle is mm-hmm. is is crap so to speak right so you got to you got to work with what you have uh, i'm sure you're working harder to to strive for 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 more to be able to get yourself a better car later on but just like i guess like the motorcycle don't jump into something that you know you can't handle. If the motorcycle is way too much on horsepower, then maybe a car is just too expensive mm. or or a particular car is just too expensive. So those are the three things I would like to impart 
on anybody that ever asks what car do you think I should get for myself in the same way it's it's almost the same I guess it's just the one the, the one common factor that uh, when when you're looking for looking at a motorcycle and looking at a car is that I guess exactly what Gino said which is get your ego in check yeah I think that is completely true on both ends of the spectrum in a different way though in a different right? way it, it, yeah. it's this it's it's you're right it's same same but different same different. same but different because my mind is more ego uh, don't let you keep your ego in check because of safety yeah yours is a little bit more i guess there, there is a factor there's a safety factor also because yeah, if you can't if you can't uh, sustain it right i mean if you can't if it if it owns you if the if the car owns you then it's a little that's true right and then it's pointless it's pointless yeah so these are just uh this today's show was just basically something that um Gino and I wanted to to introduce ourselves and tell you guys that we're going to have a podcast so to speak we're going to have one Wednesdays that we're going to mm-hmm. Uh, publish at 10 a.m. on Wednesdays. Of course, you can uh, check out the news that we have on our social media pages. We have uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Apparently, I didn't even know that. <laughs> YouTube. I know that we've got YouTube. Uh, yeah. I've seen it a couple of times. Yeah. Have you seen it a couple I, of times? I've seen it. I've, I'm still trying to figure out how to get the motor deal numbers up to where the auto deal numbers are, to be honest with you. Well, you know what? Hopefully, <laughs> uh, with, the, with the population of uh, this show... Maybe, maybe, uh, and of course you can get the you can get this podcast from in Spotify, in Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts, and so it'll be available there. You know, oddly enough, when people first started with podcasts, I thought of the Tide Pods. I have no idea what why. pods. The Tide Pods. What are Tide Pods? These round little balls that people put inside washing machines. Instead oh, of yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, and people used to eat them? Yeah, because every time I see that, I, I think, ooh. <laughs> candy. Oh, so you're one of those I'm idiots. I'm one of those idiots. <laughs> I'm one of those idiots. Like, if, if I didn't know any better, I would have probably eaten one of these and died. <laughs> you know, to be fair, there are pods that are given by that are manufactured by the Mars company. So the, mm. there's Twix and I think there's Milky Way that are pods. So they kind of look like Tide pods. Yeah. If that's any consolation at all, it's not. <laughs> Come on, you can't tell me it looks yummy. You, it, it doesn't. What? Yeah. Have you ever seen a Tide pod? Or it looks. It looks go- yummy. It looks like it could be really tasty. And on that note, we're gonna call it. Uh, a day. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Uh, we'll see you next Wednesday, 10 a.m. On behalf of Gino and myself, I, I don't even know how to end this. Take care. See you soon. It's yeah. not see you. Take yeah. care. Hear thanks. you soon. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Uh, hopefully, you guys can uh, subscribe and you know listen more to Talk of the Town. This has been Talk of the Town podcast produced by AutoDeal and MotoDeal. To learn more about our products and services, head on over to autodeal.com.ph and or motodeal.com.ph as well as our social media pages and our YouTube channels. Talk of the Town is powered by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. See you Wednesdays at 10 a.m.
The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.